All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Y'all know how Uncle Bobby does the whole YouTube thing, right? It's on autoplay. Whatever happens, happens. But before we go any further, gang, just so you guys know, in the background is Oklahoma playing Baylor. Now, Uncle Bobby hates both of these teams. Again, if both of your exes get into a fucking knife fight, who do you pull for? This is total bullshit. But right now, I think I'm more shocked or more hurt that Baylor. Again, when I was playing football, we literally called these little fuckers the Care Bears. This is who you scheduled your homecoming against. Gang, the Baylor Bears are fucking 13th in the fucking nation, and UT sucks ass so bad that this afternoon when my alma mater plays, I'm pulling for the fucking opponent. But again, let's keep on track, because you know Uncle Bobby can go on these fucking tangents. I was YouTubing this morning at the gym, and the YouTube gods gifted me fuckface Frank Turk. Now, if you've listened to even one of my episodes on Christian Apologists, you know that this is the most loathsome fucker on the planet. I would much rather get kicked in the nuts by an angry mule, go vegan, and remarry my ex-wife all over again before I sat in a room with Frank Turk for just 60 fucking seconds. Now, the reason why this asshole made the hit list, gang, because there was a video, and it was kind of short and sweet, so we can do this today. Hold on, as my dumbass needs to pull some shit up here. Hold on, okay. And it is some crap about God creating, hold on, it's shit, now the fucking, okay. It's about God creating evil and all this other bullshit. So I'm not going to do a lot of describing. What I am going to do is play this fucking video and I'm going to respond to it in typical Uncle Bobby fashion. All right, let's do this. Shit. All right, let's get a couple more before we go to lunch. Yes, sir, what's your name? Uh, Joshua. Joshua, go ahead. I already don't like Joshua, gang. I had a discussion recently with my friends about God. Oh, it's already sitting on some bullshit. Question, why is it that God, um, why did he create the devil? Why, why is that? Mm. My answer was, you can't give... You can't have free will. Um, there has to be a choice if you have free will. Oh, here we um, go. Is that a good enough answer? I think it is. Actually, no, gang. No. That's not a good answer. And let Uncle Bobby explain to you why. Again, if you're God, again, there's nothing. The, the only good thing about your fucking religion is that it takes no commitment. You can just sit here and nod your head to total bullshit. Again, your God created the devil knowing in advance. Because again, he is all-knowing. He has a plan, a script that cannot change. He knew beforehand that if he created the devil, the devil's going to fuck all his shit up. And again, there can be no love without free will. L- let me tell you guys something. Again, this only works when there is no fucking commitment. It, 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 okay, how about this? Gang, if I put a glass of water on a kitchen table and I bring Peanut, a four-year-old, and I tell Peanut, Chrissy's going to leave this house for about seven hours. See that glass of water? Don't touch it. 
gang, Peanut is fucking four years old. Two things are going to happen. She's going to look me in the eye and say, yes, Chrissy. And then four hours later, she's going to completely forget and she's going to drink that fucking water. Now, the fucked up thing is, what if I put some fucking poison in that water? She hurts herself. Is it her fault? Or is it my dumbass fault for placing that shit right there where I know a four-year-old can get to it? That is no different than the Adam and Eve proposition. He puts a tree with the knowledge of good and evil and gave two intellectual infants a right or wrong choice without giving them the ability to understand consequences. So you want to sit here and say it's free will and this is all on Adam and Eve and this is on us for shut the fuck up. Again, you cannot have the Omni package and not put all the re, uh, responsibility on your fucking God's shoulders. But again, this whole free will bullshit with Satan and everybody else, let's roll the tape. And there's not actually a lot in the Bible about Satan, believe it or not. That's true. Creation. We don't really learn about the angel split until Revelation chapter 13, right? Okay, and the funny part about that shit is, gang, you got two major characters in the Bible. You got God and you got the fucking devil. You ever notice that, yeah, we don't hear a lot about Satan. Maybe that fucker's the one who's sitting in the driver's seat. Maybe he's the right one. Again, history is written by the fucking victors, Jack. Trust me, as a black person, I know a little something about that. Maybe we do need to hear from Satan more. Maybe God's the fucked up one. Let's roll this fucked up ass tape. Man, I can't stand Frank Turek. Where a third of the angels go with Satan and the other two thirds stay with God. Okay, well, okay. I, I'm going to try not to make this nine hours long. Okay, again, this more Christian talking points. A third of the angels. In order to say a third of the angels, fuck faces, you need to be able to tell me how many angels were there, period. Now, if three out of nine go, you can tell me that fucking a third left. But you got no idea. You want to know why? This is just another fucking talking point. Shut up. But yes, he creates these angels, and one of them becomes a fallen angel and takes a third of the angels with him. He had the free choice to disobey God and decided to do so. Okay, again, you cannot... Again, I just said Abercrombie. You want to know why I said that? Because apparently that was within God's will. That was within God's plan. I did not have a choice but to say Abercrombie. I could not say peanut butter. If he knows everything I'm going to say and do before I say and do it because it is within his plan, I don't have a choice. Your God, again, if not, then he's the biggest bumbling fucking idiot there ever lived. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> Again, this is no different. I am not all-knowing. But I do know that if I put a glass of water with poison in it and I leave it around a fucking four-year-old, I don't get to say, well, she's dead because of free will. No, I fucking murdered that four-year-old and I'm a fucking asshole. Same thing here. He created a devil knowing in advance that devil is going to thwart all of his plans. Again, you are not a hero for pulling me out of the fucking deep end of the water, knowing in advance I can't swim, and your monkey ass pushed me in the fucking water. Let's keep rolling this fucked up ass tape. And so from that fall, we later get, of course, the fall of Adam and Eve, and 
Believe it or not, if you think about the oh, the whole Christian story, you know what the whole Christian story is about? Tell me. If you had to sum up the Bible or the whole Christian story in one word, what would it be? Oh, I can answer that. If I had to sum up the Christian story in one word, gang, bullshit. Absolute, total bullshit. I don't know if you want to count this as one word, but just string it together, utter nonsense. Green, grow the fuck up. There is no magical curse called sin. A snake did not talk perfect Hebrew to a woman who was made out of a man's rib. And that man was made out of dirt. The earth is not six to 10,000 fucking years old. So you want me to sum up the entire Bible in one word? Bullshit. No, that's part of it. Nah, shut up, free will. I already explained well, that. say that, and these are all good. I would say it's redemption. Re- oh, then they said, oh, okay. We're, we're, I'm not going to spend all fucking day on fuckface Frank Turk. And I'm in a bad enough mood as it is. But before we go to the next topic, gang, again, redemption. You are not a hero for pulling someone out of a pool when you are the one who pushed them into it. You're, you're not a hero. You're, you're not a great husband because you didn't beat your girlfriend on Tuesday, but you did on Monday. Again, you this Omni package, all-knowing, all-loving, all-everything, all, 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 except for fucking responsibility. Again, if your God built this bitch, then, yo, this is all on him. So, again, did you wrap this portion up, gang? I just I had to throw that shit in there because, again, this is a garbage-ass argument. Again, this whole free will thing, it just doesn't make any sense. And again, right now, this is when you Christians like to tell me how I'm taking things out of context or I never knew the Lord and all this other bullshit. And your excuses are just that, total bullshit. Again, the whole free will thing does not fucking exist if your God knows everything because that's the way he planned it. Oh, and by the way, apparently his plans can never fucking change. All right, gang, we're going to move on to another fucking topic. And number two and number three are going to kind of walk hand in hand. But you know how we switch topics on this show? Hold on. I mean, I'm not quite sure. Do you know what time it is? Mm, that was quite tasty. Gin and truth. I don't know. Is this where I say, let's go? All right, gang, the next one up. I think I hit this one on like season two or season three. But it is, your your theory will never beat my fucking practice. And when I say by that, and there's a million analogies, but we're going to jump right into it. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I am a Negro. And I have been for quite some time. Right. And so and it's one of the it's the arrogance that some, 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 some of my white family members, you've got the audacity, you've got the balls to sit here and tell me what my experience is like when you have never walked a day in my fucking shoes. Oh, yeah, you, you've read, you know, Malcolm X, you, you listen to a couple of MLK speeches, you probably even watched Roots. And you know what? You have some black friends. But that does not mean you are one of us. Again, my, my, my favorite analogy <clears throat> is if a woman is telling me how uncomfortable it is when she's menstruating. 
Gang, even if, even if, even if I'm the world's greatest gynecologist, I have never bled from between my legs a day in my life. I do not have a vagina. I do not have ovaries, fallopian. I've got no idea. What kind of asshole would I be if a woman tells me, you know, this is really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, take some idol. Walk it off. I'd be a dick. Same thing here. When a white person tells a black person about their experience in this country, you are no different. Yet your ability to afford Wi-Fi at the beginning of every month, you could read a million articles. You can have the I have a dream speech 1,000% memorized. And simply by the virtue of my dad having sex with my mother. Again, if there is a race to run, black people have already won it. There is nothing you can do that will match one second of my real live experience as a black person. Now, gang, the reason why this one really made the hit list today is I'm kicking in with the emotional support system and she read some bullshit about a back and forth and not just any back and forth gang. The black person in this discussion was the daughter of of Martin Luther, the motherfucking king. And you know we can't have a talk about Martin Luther, the motherfucking king on this show without taking a little sip of this alcohol. And again, it's become super popular to completely bastardize and buttfuck Martin Luther King's comments now. With Colin Kaepernick, with the Black Lives Matter stuff, with all the shit that's going on with fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse, which I'm about to rip a new asshole again here a little bit. It's really easy to bring up these quotes. Again, totally out of context and completely fucked up. I think what's the difference? Uh, what is it called? There's a difference between information and knowledge. Again, you fucks, you're great at picking up the fucking information, but you got no knowledge. You've got lots of theory, but you've got no practice. But again, the, the point of it, there was a white dude trying to kick knowledge to one of MLK's kids and telling her, basically, this is what your father meant by this quote. Again, can you imagine, the, do you have that fucking quote? All right, we're going we're gonna to get the quote up here, gang. Here in a little bit, we're about to hit the camera. But again, just again, imagine the fucking balls it takes to tell the offspring of Martin Luther King, you are wrong about what your father said. This was his household. This is everything this man was about. Again, I've said another episodes he could have been an expert level baker he could have been a scratch golfer a 300 bowler all he will ever be known for will be the prince of fucking peace but before i get to this fucking quote you guys gotta understand he's the prince of peace now back then he was a nigger he was a rebel rouser and all those fucking matter of fact look this shit up all those cartoons about uh colin kaepernick because again the Republican, the racist buzz thing was, it was a peaceful protest. And they made those fucking cartoons with Colin Kaepernick talking about my peaceful protest, his 
with these exaggerated black features. You know what was in the background, gang? A city that's burning. That's what we said about Colin Kaepernick. Look this shit up. They said the exact same thing about Martin Luther, the motherfucking king. There was a white reporter, the one that comes off to my mind. <laughs> there was a white reporter. It, it, these are all cartoons. And there's Martin Luther King, again, with these enormous lips, eyes as big as dinner plates, these big, enormous Dumbo-looking ears. And the caption underneath is, I'm just about the peaceful protest, all the while a fucking city is burning in the background. I told y'all once, I'll tell you again. Today's heroes were yesterday's villains. Every single last one of you sitting here talking about how much you would have loved him, okay? You're lying. All of you fucks sitting here bastardizing his quotes, you don't know what they mean. Do you have that fucking quote? <laughs> all right, here we go, gang. Shit, all right. This motherfucker, Doug Gilberto. Doug, eat a dick. All right. I don't think it is helpful to mix up the two cases. What you're doing is clarifying by skin pigmentation. Oh, I hate this already. But I think MLK had it right when he wanted people to be judged on the character instead of their, yeah, shut the fuck up. The response. Do we have the whole response? But you guys get the fucking gist. Again, it's easy to plug in the whole content of their character versus the color of their skin bullshit. The premise is they were arguing about Trayvon Martin. Being a 17-year-old kid shot by George Zimmerman for just walking home from the school store with Skittles and a Snapple to the 17-year-old kid that went to Kenosha, Wisconsin, looking for trouble, killed two people and, you know, maimed another. So Both were in the name of self-defense, by the way, gang. We demonize one. The other one apparently is being lauded as a hero. I wonder what's the difference. Hmm, let's think about that one. So the response, gang. Funny how one group always uses this quote on character, but seldom uses, uses his others. This is true. Again, bastardized quotes taken out of context. He wasn't talking to white people. Hold on, now I'm fucked up. He was talking, uh, he was not talking to white people. He was talking about them. About them. <laughs> right, again, your ability to dig up an MLK quote and completely bastardize it, that is information. That is not knowledge. Again, you guys love to take these small snippets of his speech. You guys love this sanitized version. Can I read the whole thing? Okay. No, here comes the actual quote. Shit. Dr. King said, I have almost... I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's greatest stumbling block in the stride towards freedom is not the right white citizens council or the Ku Klux Klanner, but the white modern moderate who is more devoted to order than justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension to the positive peace, which is the presence of justice. They're not ready for that. They're not ready for that. Here's the thing, gang. There's a big list on the show today. And right as I sit here and say, I don't want to turn this into an all-day sucker, it's going to be an all-day fucking sucker. But again, theory versus practice. Your ability to get AT and matter of fact, don't you, I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. If you got AT&T, you need to scrap that shit. 
Look up the reasons why. They're, 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 that is not a high-quality company. Let's just fucking say that. But your ability to afford the internet, your ability to look up an MLK quote, again, out of a speech that was probably 30 minutes long, you found three fucking words that fit your fucking side of the argument. You should be ashamed of yourself. Again, everyone reaching for MLK quotes right now, please fucking stop doing that. You are no different, and I do mean no different than those assholes who I told you guys about. Who again, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when I sat and I poked my head into a conversation at work and said it actually, a conversation all white people, all white people, talking about the minority plight here in the United States. I poked my head in as the only black person in that conversation. At that point, I was the only black person working there. You know, in the city of Austin, that's apparently so diverse. Go fuck yourself. I poked my head in and I said, you know what? It actually is hard being a minority in this country from time to time. I told you once. I told you twice. I'm going to tell you for the third million time. One of my coworkers turned to me, pulled out the air violin and hit my monkey ass with the triple dub. Womp, womp, womp. That was the kindest part of that situation. They then turned around every single last one and they laughed at me. Every single person in that fucking conversation, when the Black Lives Matter stuff kicked off, when they finally saw what we were talking about, when fuckface Derek Chauvin murdered a man, fucking George Floyd, 10 fucking minutes, he looked like he had stepped on a roach. And when this world went nuts, every single last one of those assholes called me to say, Black Lives Matter, Robert, you're visible. It's like, you can go fuck yourself. You're doing it now because it is fashionable. Because people are looking at you and y'all got together and said, what are we going to tell the niggers in our life? Again, where was this enthusiasm when when it wasn't popular to give it? Same thing with Martin Luther, the motherfucking king. Again, every single person screaming how much they love him now, you wouldn't have. You would have hated his fucking guts. And I told y'all when this shit went down, the one person who never called me during the whole Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd stuff was my best friend. His silence spoke volumes louder than every single person who called and texted times a million. You want to know why? He never waited for a special fucking occasion to show me I was visible and that I would that I mattered to him. And when I say me, I mean black people in fucking general. So he didn't have to wait for this one special moment to start quoting MLK, right? Hey, Chris, it's not about the content. Shut the fuck up. Make believe, Simon. <laughs> he never did. So again, you guys are pulling this shit out of your ass and you are quoting a man again. This country murdered Martin Luther King. He was on every government watch list we know of and the 7,900 that we have no idea even existed. Phone constantly tapped. He was constantly followed. He was beaten. He was jailed by a country that loved him. Died in 1964. Three years after he, he, he was shot. They, I told you, I'm going to say this every fucking time. They put out a fucking poll. The top 10 most hated people in the United States. 
Gang, almost 1,500 days after that man died, he made the list. Don't take my word for it. You know who gave a speech about it? One of his fucking daughters. Yeah. So again, your theory will never, ever once match our fucking practice. Before you pull a Martin Luther King, I could find a Donald Trump quote right now that says, I love you. I promise you that. Now, if I just sit here and show you, say, Donald Trump says, I love you. Clearly, he shut the fuck up. And I would say, just look at the last four years, but no. Look at the entirety of his wretched fucking life. But if I just pull that one quote, you know, I love you, you matter. I pull that one quote, right? He's the second coming of Jesus. Again, look at Martin Luther, the entirety of his work before you start trying to pull some fucked up ass quotes out of your ass. All right, gang, this is going to be a good time for a break because we're going to set up this fucking video. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. I'm doing this second part on camera. Again, I feel like a grandfather with his grandkids sitting around him. Grandpa tell me a story because you guys are going to see me looking at you, but I have to look at my ugly ass face for fucking 30 minutes. The things I do to bring you guys some fucking news. All right, gang. First and foremost, I fucked up in the first portion. Martin Luther King died in 1968. Now, I said 64 earlier. You know the real fucked up thing? And again, gang, I told y'all there's a reason why I always bring up my age. This is not seven trillion years ago. And I'm sitting and I just realized I'm wearing my motherfucking Colin Kaepernick shirt, bitches. So that was the first thing. I fucked that one up. Okay, the second thing, and that's kind of neither, neither here nor there. You know, Uncle Bobby always has something on in the background. Right now it's college football. They gave the update and fuckface Aaron Rodgers. Guess who's been cleared to play football? Now, rules are rules, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. I signed an NFL contract. I know how this works. But gang, seriously, again, what a coincidence. I'm wearing this shirt. I just saw this news. Colin Kaepernick lost his job and the ability to make an income. His net worth is irrelevant to the bottom line. Yes, and I don't want to hear shit that he was the worst quarterback. Shut the fuck up. And save me all your fucking stats. All you assholes who got cut from your peewee fucking football. Stop it. Okay? Out of one of us, only one of us knew what time it is. Go fuck yourself. So I already know how this fucking works. But again, think about the optics. Colin Kaepernick had the audacity to disrespect the flag. Because he wanted to get the point across that we shouldn't kill people. 
Aaron Rodgers lied about being vaccinated. About a again, I don't care what you think about COVID. I don't care. Again, you are a very good architect. You are not a fucking doctor, Jack. And the medical world shut the whole fucking world down. They felt it was necessary. Aaron Rodgers lied. He lied. He took a week off after consulting world-renowned immunologist Joe Rogan, and now he gets his job back. So again, I just want to throw that in there because that's just bad fucking optics, Jack. It just is. But gang, got to do it. Fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse again. So gang, other than I just got to do it. The reason why this one came up, again, this person, I don't dislike this person. There's no hatred. This person is just a contrarian. I like contrarians. Contrarians will make you think, right? Again, nothing evolves during times of comfort. But gang, if there's one thing that I've learned in my short life is what is and what is not worth a fight. Me and this person had a very short back and forth about fuckface Kyle, and I just, I'm tapping out. I don't want to hear the fucking talking points. I told you, Kyle's going to walk. He is going to fucking walk. I, I just don't think they'll be able to prove that he went in there with murder in his eyes, even though that's exactly what the fucker had. So again, I'm not going to talk about the fucking legalities, gang, but boy, do I got a lot of fucking notes here. But uh, first and foremost, I did not talk about this on the last portion when, uh, when I first talked about Kyle. <laughs> Y'all remember my rant while I was doing the play-by-play on God's Not Dead? Again, on top of the casting being fucking terrible. Uh, the 49-year-old co-ed, you remember Kevin Sorbo's fucking character? That bitch looked as old as I am. What are you doing in college? What, are you fucking serious? But then the part that really got me, gang, was when atheist reporter found out she had cancer. You guys remember that bad acting? She's sitting there and she's got her laptop and she's typing a story about how she has to... Don't remember fucking Florida Evans and good times? Damn, damn, damn. That was superior fucking acting. You guys remember the getting the goosebumps when she just finally broke when she found out that James Evans was dead? Or it just really I'm getting goosebumps now. We still say damn, damn, damn. That is acting. God's not dead was some bullshit. Kyle fuckface L. Rittenhouse. You get the fucking double step, the fucking crotch chop, all that bullshit. His monkey ass sat on that fucking stage, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're not sad that you killed two people, you fuck. Your monkey ass is sad that you got caught. That's all that is. So again, everyone sitting here saying that he's, he's disturbed, He's not fucking, yeah, you're right about that part. That kid's fucked in the skull. Right, but that fucking sad story act, I told y'all, I gave my coworker a concussion. I felt terrible. I did everything I could to make sure she was okay, and I worked my ass off to make it right. And she's like, look, I knew it was an act. I don't care, just forgive me again, please. He sat on that fucking stand and did the worst acting I've ever seen in my entire life. And the fucked up portion, people are buying it. 
Again, it ain't emotional support system was reading me some bullshit from Dinesh fuckface D'Souza. Again, how many times do I have to quote the smartest woman I've ever met, my fucking grandmother? Mama always said, when your monkey ass lays down with dogs, you get up with fleas. When Dinesh D'Souza is on your side, when Caitlin Bennett is on your side, when Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, Donald Trump... When those fuckers are on your side saying, you got the mutts, kid, you are a pile of shit. And this person from Twitter this morning sent me telling me, you know, I'm, I'm being brainwashed by the liberal media. Shut the fuck up. Sent me a video from Tim Pool. Now, if you don't know who Tim Pool is, he would be the end result if you could cross the genes of Steven Crowder mixed with Ben Shapiro an angrier than normal Adam fucking Corolla, and that person came out a brain damaged fucking Caitlyn Bennett. That's who Tim Pool is. And so when you send me some fucked up ass video, you know what that's like, gang? I remember now. I was in college for the Rodney King beating, and Rush fucking Limbaugh mutated the shit out of a video role. And it is a video of Rodney King lunging towards the cops. It's like, well, how, how do you expect him not to? I mean, the nigger was out of money. You got Go look at the entire tape. And first and foremost, irrelevant. Have you ever had 10,000 volts shoved through your body? You know what you don't have control of? Your body. They kept shocking that. man. You see what I'm saying? Where the fuck was I? I need some fucking alcohol. I was talking about fuckface Kyle laying down with dogs. But you know what the fuck I'm trying to say about this little asshole. But again, it was what it was about that lady from fucking Twitter. Nah, fuck it. She's not worth my time anyway. <laughs> but the bottom line is, gang, again, when you've got a group of assholes supporting your side of the story, your side of the story is sitting on some bullshit. Now, one of the things this person from Twitter was talking about was the crying, saying, well, he's got PTSD. Why wouldn't you cry? Let me tell you something there, fuckfaces. Again, if that is your argument, again, and like I keep telling her, you are missing the point. You are missing the point. You are missing the fucking point. Again, I'll tell you, I don't care. Because I, I made the comment that he was uh, he carried that gun across state lines. She was like, he didn't get it across state lines. Right? And here's the thing. It's like when you talk to Christians. Right? They, do you really think that a man lived in a well's belly for three days? What do they say? <laughs> come on, Robert. Come on, come on, please, Robert. <laughs> Everyone knows it's a great fish. Shut the fuck up. You are uh, talking about shit that's irrelevant. I don't care where he got the gun. I don't care if he uses his right trigger finger or his left trigger finger. I don't care if he's an Aquarius. I don't care if he's a Pisces. A 17-year-old killed two people. Now, this is totally unrehearsed, gang. But what you don't see is the emotional port system over there. In the real fucked up portion, I did like that. And the video's going to say, yeah. So, did you're going to have to talk really loud. Did you serve in the United States Navy? I did. Okay. During that time, during basic, during all your entirety of your career, did they teach you how to use a firearm? Several. Several. Now, during that time, did they maybe teach you how to use this firearm under stressful situations? Okay, okay, you've got to be fucking kidding me. A 17-year-old sat there 
literally said he bought the gun because he thought it looked cool. And he marched his monkey ass out there with an AR-15. I just told y'all, at least over Twitter, I, I'm uneducated about guns. If she gave me a, a gun right now and said load it, I'd probably end up hurting myself. I don't know shit, so I just learned what an AR-15 is and what it is capable of. Gang, there was one reason and one reason only to own an AR-15, and that is to end as many lives as possible in the shortest amount possible. That is it, right? And again, you can sit here and talk about the legalities and all this other bullshit. I'm not interested in that. I'm going to tell you the way it TI is. Now, if you are in a relationship and either you nor your partner use rubbers, your partner's like, oh, you know what? You're blocking me in. I'm going to use your car. And they go in your car and there's a box of rubbers. Half of them are gone. Now, again, who knows? Maybe you're holding the rubbers for your best friend, but at odds are you're the one fucking. Same thing here. You shut the fuck up with all this legal bullshit and your Jedi fucking mind tricks. You got an AR-15 to go hunting. That's what you do with an AR-15. fucking <laughs> Again, you cannot tell me that some little asshole, and that's what fucking fuckface Dinesh D'Souza was talking about, because the argument is he crossed state lines. Well, his dad lives in... Again, focusing on all the wrong shit. You buy an AR-15 to go hunting, to end lives. That is fucking it, Jack. So again, all this bullshit about his intent, blah, 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 shut the fuck up. Again, I, oh, again, some bullshit here. It's going to make me even matter, gang. So Uncle Bobby's going to read. Oh, 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 hold on. I'm going to read this. Hold on, gang. What do you think about this fucker? Um, he's his whole act with the crying. He's not upset that he killed people. He's upset that he got caught. He's upset that he's on trial. You know, there were hundreds of people there, but only one guy showed up with a weapon and only one guy shot people. That's what the quote was for. I can't. That's just going to give me a heart attack. Oh, God. I can't. Gang, just fuck me. I mean, seriously, just stop. This is honestly and truly no different. That if you and your partner don't use rubbers and you get caught with a box full of fucking rubbers, yeah, they may not be able to prove you were fucking behind their back, but it looks pretty fucking bad. Again, you do not get an AR-15 because you just really care that much about a locally owned mom and pop burger joint. He does not care. He did not travel that far to make sure people's businesses stayed open. He went there to hunt people. And you know what? Mission fucking accomplished. He snuffed lives. And again, I said this in my very first talk about this asshole. This is an open and shut case for us, not the legal eagles. This is something that we all should be able to come together and say, you know what? That's all kinds of fucked up. No. No, that's not self-defense. You do not use, <laughs> even the dude who was selling me what AR-15s are capable of, this is a gun guy. You know what he told me? You don't need an AR-15 for gun for home defense. You just don't, right? And I think I told y'all on, I think one of my two-minute videos, someone in my professional life, 
Her brother served in the United States um, Armed Forces. And when they had the discussion, and this is long before Fuckface Kyle, it was some just basic gun stuff. He said, as she was asking him, you know, would you? He's like, no, I wouldn't touch these guns. I'm out of practice. He's like, no civilian should have this. I can't remember exactly which gun, but I was like, I have not picked up that weapon. Look, I got a beer gut. I'm chasing around two daughters now. I don't have the mentality, nor am I in the physical condition to be able to use that. He's like, no, fuck, that's fucking nuts. Again, a 17-year-old, fuck all your legalities. A 17-year-old went out there and fucking regulated. Half of you fuckers are on his side. Again, it's one of those things that it's like Christianity. The best part about it is that it takes zero commitment to this bullshit. Because again, the way they portrayed him still makes me sick. They, they show these pictures with his hat turned backwards. He looks all nice and innocent. He's smiling while he's scrubbing graffiti off of walls. They made sure you knew he was there for fucking first aid. Fuck face, you're 17 years old. You don't even know how to do CPR. Save it. What first aid is he going to render? And like I said, it takes no commitment to be in y'all's spot and say he's in the right. You want to know how I know? I told you. Let someone like fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse get his mommy's Aerostar, chase you down, pull you out of your car, and say, yeah, I, 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 I clocked you going 35 in a 20-mile-an-hour zone. You're going to slap the taste out of his mouth. What, you're going to expect his authority? No, he's a fucking kid. Hold on, shit. As a responsible parent, when I brought weapons into my house, I took my 70-year-old son to the gun range to teach him how to use that weapon responsibly. I didn't take him to a protest or Black Lives Matter rally. I didn't take him to Kenosha, Wisconsin to shoot people. I took him to teach him how to be a responsible gun user and to not kill innocent people. Just thought I'd add that. Is the common sense sinking in yet? Right? And again, one of the talking points, I just built, hashtag unprofessional. One of the fucking talking points is, I saw his fuckface mother say it, and I some of these assholes on Twitter are saying it, the uh, provocateur from this morning, that he needs to sue the people, you know, who are calling him a white supremacist. Let, let me tell you guys something. You know a surefire way how not to have your monkey ass called a white supremacist? Don't hang out with fucking white supremacists. You ever think about that, fuckface? That fucker, after he shot people, went to a fucking bar. What about the law and order people, right? Conservatives? A teenager went to a fucking bar. He's five years under. And I remember having this discussion. Oh, well, Robert, you know, if your mother's there, you shut the fuck up. You just murdered people. What the fuck are you doing at a bar, ass white? Have your monkey ass in fucking Catholic confessional praying the rosary, begging for forgiveness. You ended two lives. But his mother took his monkey ass to a fucking bar. He's sitting there with the white power sign. And I know, I know, I know, that's not the white power sign, right? He was like, A-okay. I was trying to kill some niggers. I mean, give me a break. He's sitting there with the Proud Boys. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Yeah, they don't like people of other colors. Yeah, and you can show me that Puerto Rican dude that was once their leader. You can go fuck yourself. That's no different than saying, I can't be racist. I quoted Candace Owens. Give me a fucking break. 
But it's like you, you don't want to sue. Hey, fucking, ah, my, my heart rate. I hope, this is fuckface Candace Owens, by the way. I hope Kyle L. Rittenhouse spends the rest of his life suing every single politician, business, individual, media network who smeared him. Don't murder people, fucker. Maybe you won't get smeared. As a white supremacist murderer. Like I said, you can only throw a baited hook into a pond so many times before you're going to pull out a fish. There is one. You know what? No one has ever called me a white supremacist. One, I don't look like one. More importantly, I don't hang out with them. I don't hang out with them. Right? You know what? No one has ever called me a coon. You want to know why? One, I'm not a coon. Two, I don't hang out with coons. Then if I found out one of my black friends were coons, they're like, you got two options, fuckface. You can drop this fucking self-hatred or we can not be friends. Because I'm not going to support this bullshit. So again, it's just this crap <laughs> that he wants. I hope he sues everyone. And the real fucked up thing now I think about it, the person from Twitter telling me that I'm quoting the liberal media and think for myself, just about every fucking conservative has said, I hope he sues because they called him a white supremacist. Again, this is the facts over feelings crowd. You really want this fucker to sue because his, you think his feelings got hurt. You don't see how fucking hypocritical that makes you. Uncle Bobby just needs some fucking alcohol. But again, what else is on my fucking notes? But again, before I close this portion out, first and foremost, those fucking tears you saw, like again, one, that was fake. That was, and again, if I, if you need, if you just had a light bulb, please stop watching my shit. You know that that was a fucking act. Again, go watch God's Not Dead for superior acting methods. Give me a fucking break. But any remorse that fucker feels is because his monkey ass got caught. Because where, where, all that, remember when he was Ace Boon Coon? When he was untouchable? When, when the people at Fox were saying, I want Kyle to be my bodyguard. I want him to be my president. This was the greatest thing we've ever seen. Oh, his chest was all kinds of pumped up then, wasn't it? But now they move, they're going to move on to another darling, right? Another fucking white supremacist, right? And now, again, the only remorse that asshole feels is the fact that he got caught. Again, there's a whole bunch of shit wrong with this case, gang. You just heard a mother, a vet, sit here and say when she got a weapon, the first thing she did was to take her kids to the goddamn gun range and teach them responsibility. Again, he's going to walk, but someone needs to investigate how shitty of a parent Mrs. L. Rittenhouse is. What the fuck are you doing? You're going to let your kid go to a fucking protest with a fucking gun, especially in today's social climate? Again, and I, again, I, I'm quite sure some of these, shut the fuck up, Robert Reed. But when I see these pictures of Kyle on a knee with his weapon like this, again, I'm not even a gun guy, but I can tell you, your only option from here is there. Again, you don't take an AR-15 to a protest because you want to protect someone's fucking laundromat. You do it because you went hunting. And again, mission fucking accomplished. And again, you want to sit here and tell me all the bullshit. Well, if they wouldn't have attacked him, 
Just like I told that person on Twitter, you're missing the point. I have never, no one, very few people, I should say. I, oh, calm down, calm down, stroke time. And it's, I need some woosas, I need some woosas. <laughs> Again, if, uh, a surefire way not to be viewed as a threat is not to carry a threatening weapon. No, no one has ever beat me up because I've given them a wink and a smile. I don't have guns, but I am a certified knife expert. And if I go to the grocery store and the checker says that'll be $17.50 and I fucking pull out a butterfly knife, I wonder what the fuck's going to happen. I wonder how they're going to treat me. Kyle went to a fucking protest, which he had no business going to. None at all. He went there with an AR-15, the preferred weapon of mass murderers everywhere. He literally said, I bought it because I thought it looked cool. That's a direct quote from fuckface racist white supremacist Kyle Fuckface L. Rittenhouse. So again, I can go all day on this, but y'all know Uncle Bobby's got blood pressure issues. I'm black, shit. So I'm going to try and close this one out and go on to something a little bit nicer. <laughs> but again, save, well, this is an old school one. Save your drama for your fucking mama. Again, all the legalese, I'm not interested in because I, I agree. I think he's going to walk. I do. This is just common sense. And again, as my aunt said, I'm just going to tell you the way it T.I. is. A 17-year-old with an AR-15 that he purchased because he thought it was cool, posing with white supremacists in a bar, not 20. Well, this just reeks of bullshit. So again, if you think that he is worthy of defending, I actually need you to go to the upper right-hand corner and hit the unsubscribe button because I don't want, nor do I need your fucking audience. Again, if I have to fucking convince you that that is a fucked up ass thing, you're probably the next asshole to do it. All right, gang, we're going to move on to something else. But thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel it's about to be drained again. I'm about to freshen up. It's delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. Then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Again, I don't want to curse anything. Let's just hope this YouTube shit keeps going. Gang, while this shit was rendering, sitting here talking to emotional support system, let me tell you guys something. Again, it was like I told the lady from Twitter, who again, I don't hate, but you're missing the point. Now again, the governor where fuckface Kyle, you know, fucked up, sending 500 troops they know what time it is. There's there's nothing that this fucker, the, the judge, the fucked up ass judge, there's nothing this fucker can say to where the outcome probably won't be a public melee. That, let's just keep it real. And again, because like this person from Twitter, 
you know, you know, why are you mad at Kyle? Why aren't you talking, you know, about you're missing the point. And then she kept going. And then it was went from that to, you know, well, why was this a 17 don't have to be out there if they weren't rioting and looting? You're still missing the point. The underlying, the, the reason why all this shit is a topic of conversation, gang, is because they're killing niggers. It is free for all. Again, I am three and a half times more likely to die over a routine traffic stop than my white brothers are. The underlying cause of all of this is homicide. It is centuries worth of fucking being treated like shit. And some of y'all just want to sit here and say, well, why can't we just start over? Fuck face, you don't even mean that. Again, I I told y'all a little while ago, Uncle Bobby just needs some more alcohol. Got to calm down. Someone at work who's all about, you know, just shut up and do the job. I'm I'm not watching NFL football. Again, the sad thing is black people saying, hey, do you mind not killing us? That's considered political correctness and being woke. Oh, Republican buzzword. Republican buzzword. I said woke. Oh, fuck these assholes. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that me asking to live to see the next day has to be a social movement and one that apparently two minutes before a football game just pisses you off so much that black people say, do us a favor and don't kill us. I just can't watch football anymore. Again, I can't speak for your other black friends, but I told you, I, you can't, we're not friends anymore. If my, my real friends would be the ones to say, oh, what, you want two minutes before a game? Why not just the whole fucking game, <laughs> Right? Again, that yeah, I've said this before. Then I'm going to move on to something else. Right? Again, it's like if rape survivors. I was like, you know what? Two minutes before a game and fuck your flags. Fuck your fucking songs. Again, I'm old enough. She's a fucking vet. We remember when y'all didn't give a damn about the flag and the song. It is fashionable now. Please go fuck yourself. But if a, rape, so if a group of rape survivors like... Yo, do you mind if we get two minutes before a football game to talk about the importance of not raping people? My response would be two minutes. You sure you don't want two and a half hours? How about two days? How about two years that we talk about the importance of not raping? Football can wait. But no, some of you fucks don't want, I don't want to watch football because shut the fuck up. Again, I know you won't lose any sleep over it, but you can't call me your friend anymore. But again, the underlying issue of all of this, rioting, looting, burning buildings, fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse, BLM, social messages in football, if that is all you see, again, that, that is the social equivalent of the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. This much sunk the Titanic. That iceberg was like that. Burning buildings, rioting, looting, Kyle Rittenhouse, all that is this right here. The this right here is generations and generations and generations of subjugation, hate, murder, second class citizenship. If you want all this shit to stop, fuck Kyle. Fuck burning buildings, flags, songs, and everything else. We have been asking for far too long. Don't kill us. 
And y'all's monkey ass wants to talk about a fucking flag. I told you, I'll wipe your, my ass with your fucking flag. Right? Yeah, yeah, Robert, what about the symbols of America? To close this portion out, gang, let's say the Uncle Bobby saying, no symbol can be more important than the people it represents. I can take that American flag to the deepest stretches of the fucking Amazon, put it in front of them. They're going to say, what the fuck is that? Thanks for the blanket, homeboy. It's got no intrinsic value, but my life means something to me. Again, you'll get another black friend long before I can get my life back. Go fuck yourselves. All right, gang, we're going to move on. Shit. And this one's not going to make me any happier. The Coontrist. Y'all know how much I love bashing Candace Owens. Now, I can do it on my podcast. If you do it over Twitter, you're going to get your ass strung up. Probably a bad analogy. But I'm black and I've got lots of black friends, so I can say that. I called Candace a coon. One time over Twitter, I could not use Twitter for seven days. She is protected. (laughs) But I got a podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want about that stinking ass bed winch. But the problem I have with her, one, she's a coon. Again, (laughs) when you feel more comfortable in a room full of white people wearing red baseball hats than you would at my uncle's crawfish boil, you're a coon. You not only spike the potato salad with raisins, you sprinkle sugar in it. Again, she is the one who will sit there. And I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Ace of spade, deuce of spade, the high, the low joker. She's sitting there with the tin of spades. She's sitting there with the king. You say, hey, girl, what you got? Her monkey ass bids three. This is someone who cannot be around black people. And the biggest reason how you know she's a coon, white people, if you find yourself agreeing with her, you are racist because coons are here to make you feel better about your bullshit. Right? When fucking, oh, let's see what we got here. Oh, this motherfucker. Is this the one I'm thinking about? Oh, okay. We're, we're going to hit some shit about her manhood bullshit. But again, the coons are there to make you feel good about your racist ass notions. Again, I've literally had people say, I can't be right. First person I fired coming back from COVID. No, it was after the George Floyd incident. Those things kind of walked hand in hand. It's been a blur the last couple of years, gang. Forgive me. First person up, 7 a.m., I will never forget it. I walk in, first person I have trained live in X amount of time. This person says, Robert, I agree with Candace Owens. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Tell me how it is you agree with Candace Owens. This person said, black people, she, uh, Candace, black people are the only ones who lift their worst to martyr status. Uh, and my jaw just hit the ground. I was like, you do not see a black person in front of you? Do you think I was going to give you a high five for saying that bullshit? You can't be serious. And again, first and foremost, let Uncle Bobby explain to you why that's bullshit. Let's say that's true. It's not fucking true. Let's say it's true that we lift our worst to martyr status. You want to know where we got it from? 
white people. Every time you fucking spend a dollar in this country, there is a face of a slave owner on it. I live in the South, Jack. We've got elementary schools, parks, everything else named after Confederate war generals. Or I'm sorry, heroes. We still observe Confederate War Hero Day. You want to talk about us lifting our worst or martyr status, Jack? You need to check your goddamn self. But that's not true. It's not even close to being true. But again, she's a coon because she makes racist white people feel good about being racist. Again, I can't be racist, Robert. I agree with Candace Owens. Now, gang, there were two clips. One, hold on, where the fuck is it? I should have queued it up. Told you, Uncle Bobby's all over the place. Oh, yeah. I remember a talk she did with um, Cornell West. Dr. Cornell West, Ivy League educated. Candace Owens did not graduate with a bachelor's degree. She had no business being on that stage with Cornell West. And all she did was filibuster. He, he could not get a word in. And that's part of her strategy. Here's a little sample of what this asshole is all about. You want to know why it is she wins all the debates? Oh, no, Uncle Bobby, go fuck yourself. You want to know why she wins all the debates? It's because her a debate opponent never gets a chance to talk. Hold on, gang. Let, let me cue this shit up. Respect to the military men that have PTSD, they actually served in the war. You were not actually a slave. I find that to be a bit offensive. Wait, the last wait, thing wait, I want to say. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 the last no, no, thing no, I want to no. say. I hope YouTube can hear this. Podcast will. Again, this is dishonest debate tactic 101. YouTube, I hope you got all that. Podcast will. There was a black man talking about PTSD suffered from fucking slavery times. That's legit, Jack. Generational pain is real. It's not a debate point. And instead of letting this man explain, because again, it's the same bullshit. Again, for all you who like to use that fucking phrase of you've never been a slave, I've never owned one, get over it. That's exactly what Candace says. And that's exactly what she was saying right there. Right? How can you have PTSD? You were, to where were you whipped? Where were you whipped? Where were you? Shut, shut the fuck up. Right? That, that's how she wins her debate. It's easy to win when your debate opponent never gets a chance to fucking talk. But here's some bullshit. I've said this on Twitter. I've said this a million times. Only you. Now I look like Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fighters. No. Only you can define masculinity. Again, I express mine by being a former NFL linebacker. Seven-degree black belt in Kajikimbo, six-degree black belt in Shinjumatsu. I love working out. Again, again, you want to talk about stereotypical alpha male resume? This guy. If there are 10 points of being stereotypically alpha man, of those 10 points, I check all 2,700. And I don't go around saying how masculine I am. Because, again, who's more masculine? Me or, or, or the uh, first-chair pianist? For the uh, Philly Philharmonic or whatever the fuck, I just fucked that name up. Who's more masculine? Who gives a shit? But again, it's people like Candace. Again, she, she's a gender coon. 
right? On top of a racial coon, she's a gender coon. Uncle Bobby's going to hashtag that shit. Hashtag gender coon. I just came up with that. Way to go me. But for all the people who love to do this stereotypical masculine man, she makes you feel better about this bullshit. Toxic masculinity is real. And it's probably just as, if not more toxic to the dudes than the women receiving it. How many guys right now are chugging fucking Pepto-Bismol having to fucking meet some fucked up ass standard that they can't meet? Again, there is nothing about me that does not scream alpha male. Not everyone can do what I can do. And you don't have to be me to be masculine. (laughs) You just don't. One of my good friends is a former professional ballet dancer. Again, if you were to line us up side by side and say, who's more masculine? Most people would say me, fuck you, you'd be wrong. You want to know why? I say I'm masculine. Jehun would say he's masculine. There is no fucking contest, ass wipes. But let's roll the tape. YouTube, you may not hear all this. It's a work in progress. Uncle Bobby's trying. Go fuck yourselves. All right, let's turn this shit all the way up. All right, podcast, you get all of it. Or not. I don't get any volume. What is Uncle Bobby doing wrong? Okay, this is it. A man would want. I think it's a self-perpetuating problem, meaning that there are crappy men in the world, right? But men are crappy because we've created a system where manhood has become obsolete. You manhood has become obsolete. More and more they can't matter. And I say, who are they being told that by? You know, they're, like I said, there's, there's more sinister implications here of why we're making manhood obsolete. When we're saying masculinity is wrong, this is wrong, this is backwards. You don't need a man. Uh, you, can, you can just have a baby without a man. You're starting to see that sort of programming. She is killing me, gang. You're telling women to act like men. You should aspire to the things that men naturally might aspire. So again... Candace Owens is younger than I am. I should sound like her. She should sound like me. These old school models of what is and is not masculine, what is and is not an appropriate relation. Shut the fuck up. Again, isn't she like a millennial? I'm Generation X. Again, gang, I Generation X black people. We are the first generation of American-born blacks who got to have full civil rights. My cousin Tina, the original strand is what I call her, the first of the Leonard grandchildren. Tina is 63 years old. Tina was born not having the same rights that me and Paula and LaShawn and Dooley and Rick. I should sound like this. You need to get married and have 2.5 kids and men should go out and chop dick, hit wood with their dicks. Women should stay at home and... I should sound like her. She should sound like me. And this bullshit that, you know, I mean... Again, this, this is why toxic masculinity is fucking toxic for the men. Again, look at fuckface Ben Shapiro. And I finally get to say this on camera. But again, that fast-talking, high-pitched little bastard plays the violin. He wears a funny little hat. And this asshole had the audacity to critique a college football player who just so happened to identify as a woman, Sarah Fuller. Give me a break. And you know what his monkey ass did to prove how manly he was? He went to Home Depot and he bought a wood. 
And then you put a wood in a bag. Shut the fuck up. And again, you've got this bullshit and it's him. It's Abby Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, who's a theater nerd, by the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. The people who scream masculinity the most are the least mad. Have y'all seen her fucking husband? Have you seen Candace's husband? I took a shit bigger than that dude. He's this skinny little blonde-haired white dude. I need some alcohol. Again, it's the people who pound their chest about it the most who have it the fucking least. Let's roll some more of this tape. Uh, when you remove the more natural feeling of men being provi- providers and women being nurturers. So you're creating men to feel obsolete and then women are complaining because men aren't being men. You know, it doesn't men are being men. That way, right? And not only that, then increasingly you're telling women to be the opposite of what I think men want, right? The opposite, maybe in the instant when men are not thinking with their big heads and they're saying, oh, whoa, she's not naked, great, I'm going to go for it. Well, that might be what a man wants, but long-term, that's not what a man wants. A man doesn't want a girl that's that's just going to be naked all the time and put her... Okay, on. first and foremost, speak for yourself, fuckface Candace. Hot naked women sounds pretty good to me. But again, here you are. I mean, Uncle Bobby said this in the fucking the theory versus practice portion of the show. Your theory will never meet my fucking practice. You don't get to tell me what it is to be a man, and you don't get to speak for every fucking woman on what she wants a man to act like. You're taking a playbook out of 1954, and if that's the case, Candace, why are you working? Does your man not make enough money? Shouldn't you be able to be at home making him a sandwich? Barefoot and pregnant? Where's his after drink, honey? After drink, after dinner drink? Toots. You're preaching something that you don't even fucking practice. Your monkey ass is a working woman. And you've got a kid. Aren't you supposed to be at home? Raising his kids? Doing what you're told to? You are a purveyor of hate. Bigotry. Thinking that I wish... Would, would go away. Misogyny. misogyny. Internalized misogyny. Again, you are a working woman. Again, doesn't your husband make enough money to support you? Again, I can go all down this fucking asshole gang. But again, this is a mindset that needs to go the way of the fucking dodo. Only you can define what is masculine. Only you can define what is feminine and everything in between. Again, live your own life or you will certainly die your own fucking death. Don't sit here and listen to what Candace Owens has to say about what you should be. She can go fuck herself. All right, gang. God damn, this is a long show, ain't it? Uncle Bobby gave you a shit ton of problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you a shit ton of solutions. First one up, fuckface Frank Turk. Shut the fuck up. Again, Christian apologists, all you do is make fucking excuses. And this whole thing about free will, and it makes you like, shut the fuck up. That is about hashtag unprofessional. Again, this is an abusive relationship. If any part of, if you don't love me back, dot, 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 
You're in an abuser. It's like fuckface Doug. I told you, I'll never do another video on Doug Wilson ever again. Because he sat there and he laughed. <laughs> God is so secure that if we don't love him back, he's going to fuck us up. And that's what you guys fucking think is love. No, it is not. And you know it's not. I told you, I know you're on my side. Because if your son or daughter was in a relationship with someone who loved them on the God standard, you would call me a martial artist of a quarter century, and you would ask, how is it you can help my kid protect themselves? That Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to spend any more time on this. Go fuck yourself. Next one up, theory versus practice. Shut the fuck up. Again, I don't care what you read. I don't care what movie you watch, The Help, Queen, Amistad. I don't care. Your theory will never match my fucking practice. At 49 years old, at 49 seconds old, I had you beat on being black. So don't even try it. But it's these people, the theory versus practice assholes, who want to go back and reach for a one-sentence portion of a 30-minute long Martin Luther King speech, and again, the audacity of this white dude to tell the offspring of Martin Luther King that you are wrong about what your father said. That sounds about white. To sit there, to call Cassidy, to tell the offspring of Martin Luther King what your dad meant. And again, fucking nailed it. He wasn't talking for you. He was talking to you. He was telling you to fucking judge our character, right? But again, you use it, you lay that card down when you think it's convenient for you. Go fuck yourself. You haven't earned the right. Go have a bad day. Go stub a toe, right? Go get called a Karen and then tell everyone how that's worse than being called a nigger. Go fuck yourself. Next one up, Kyle Fuckface White Supremacist L. Rittenhouse. Shut the fuck up. Again, all your defenders can eat my ass after I work out and take a shit. Gang, YouTube just went down. YouTube went down. Oh, 911, 911. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Come on, come on, come on. And and Uncle Bobby's fucking this up. Okay, hold on, gang. Hey, I'm back. All right, I'm back. I'm going to fuck face Kyle out right now. Let's do this fast. You all can eat my ass after I take a massive shit after running 13 miles in August in a full sweatsuit. You're going to sit here and talk about all this shit that is highly irrelevant to the bottom line. I don't care whether you got the gun at a gun store next door to where he killed the dudes or where he got it from his mama's cabinet. I don't care what he was on his mind when he did. I don't care. A 17-year-old went hunting that day and sadly, mission accomplished. That is it. That is it. That's the whole bottom line. Everything else, as far as I'm concerned, you're just a fucking deep state operative for fucking Fox News in the Daily Wire. The, the conversation ends at fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse murdering two people with an AR-15. That's the whole conversation. And again, when the Laura Ingrams and the Tucker Carlson's and everyone else is on your side, I already know you're all kinds of fucked up. Gang, the big daddy of today's show, lastly but not leastly, Candace Owens. I need you kindly to shut the fuck up. Candace Owens, shut the fuck up. Everything that comes out of your mouth is full of shit. 
Again, if you told me it was 12 noon, I would just assume you're lying. It's actually 3 a.m. But again, your bastardized way of debating. You just filibuster. You talk over people who can run intellectual circles around you. No wonder you don't change because you don't absorb new information. But yet you are just another fucking service provider for this bullshit standard of what is and is not masculine. You are giving people fucking ulcers by fucking promoting white white supremacy too, but toxic masculinity. Your internalized misogyny is hurting you, Candace, and you're the biggest fucking hypocrite of them all. You are a working mother, and by your standards, you should be at home living off your husband's dime, wearing an apron, cleaning his house, wiping his kid's snotty nose, fucking him when he wants to be fucked, cooking his dinner, go make me a sandwich. But yet, you, from your full-time job, is telling everyone else to do something that you aren't willing to do your goddamn self. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Thank you.